It's alright. Sounds I, like everything's great. Uh, it's just okay. Sounds fantastic. How things going with you? I'm alright. That's good. I'm trying to get my podcasting space set up here. Haven't done this in some amount of time, I forget. Like two or three weeks, I think. Because I think we recorded a little bit after New Year's. It's still January. wonder if anyone else is going to show up today. I'm assuming not. Oh, well. Well, you get to pick a movie today, then. Are you ready to pick a movie? Oh, shit. Later? I totally forgot about that. Do you want me to pick a movie? Because I'd have to pick, find something really quick. No, I don't want you to pick a hastily chosen movie. I want whoever picks it to put a lot of thought into it. Like <laughs> I'm going to on the spur of the moment. All right, so it's on you. You're going to pick a movie later. All right. Um... Yeah, no one probably watched this movie either, except for us. Maybe Jamie did, I don't know. Probably. What the fuck am I doing? Hold on. I don't know, Shit. man. Still trying to what get are my, you? my doing? talking station set up here. And I'm putting, putting cables into the wrong holes and junk. You have that problem a lot? Nope, just with you. Guess I just confuse you. You're very confusing, Logan. I don't understand you at all. I know that, Matt. I know. We gotta be a dick about it. Okay. Thank you for not being a dick. (laughs) Alright, so you want to get this thing started? Are you ready to begin? Give me one second, and I'll be ready. (laughs) Alright. Guess I have what I'm gonna pick. <laughs> oh boy. Do you wanna say it or should I? What? You know what? Um I'll say it then. Okay, you say it. Fuck, why did I choose myself? I don't know what he's talking about. Um What do we always say, Matt? Let's, what do let's we... go. Time. Hey. Hey. Uh, Welcome to Hey, let's talk about that move or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Oh, I remember. Hey, Logan. Hey, Matt. Let's let's have a conversation now about cinema. Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Alright, so this week's movie is People, Places, Things. Hey, Logan, are you recording? Yeah, I think. uh, Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, good. I'm recording. Are you recording? No. Okay. This week's movie is... Are you recording? Yeah, I am. I am definitely recording. This week's movie is People, Places, Things. Directed by James C. Strauss. Starring Jemaine Clement, Regina Hall, Jessica Williams. And I'm going to click to see the full cast. Those are the people that are the stars, apparently. You're gonna click that part of your brain that remembers that? Uh, no, I'm gonna click this website that tells me. Oh, you're such a chump 
for relying on websites. Yeah, the director is James C. Strauss, who also directed films such as The Winning Season and Grace is Gone. I haven't seen either of those movies, have you? Um, no. He also uh, wrote some films that he did not direct. No one cares about writers, Matt. Hey, fuck you, buddy. I'm gonna write something mean about you. No one will read it. Logan is a dick. And I'm gonna text that to you. Did you get it? Uh, I have my phone with me. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. Ah, boy. Yeah, people, places, things. This movie is about Will Henry, who is a new newly single graphic novelist who's trying to raise his two daughters after he splits up with his wife in New York City. New York City? New York City. Yeah, New York City. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a little slice of life comedy thing. It's a, It's kind of a comedy. It's kind of a dramedy, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's a little slice of life movie. It's got a lot of um talk talking about comics in it. Yeah. Talking about uh the the art. Yeah. So Matt, what did you think of this film? Um I actually liked all of the artwork more than I liked the movie. <laughs> I like the artwork. I like the movie too though. I liked the movie, but I liked the artwork more. Oh. I thought it was a pretty neat little film. Like, it wasn't like my favorite movie, but I I put it a little bit above supporting characters when I saw it. Like, remind me of that a little bit. It was just a little indie slice of life kind of thing. So the themes are very very different. I think I liked uh, supporting characters the uh, more for its actual. Oh, you don't care about writing. Never mind. <laughs> I do care about writing. I actually I just enjoyed this more. And I think supporting characters is about editing. You do care about writing? Yeah, I, I'm not good at writing, but writing is important. Oh, well, then I'll tell you uh, something else that James C. Strauss wrote was a movie that I was going to watch and then I didn't. But it's called <laughs> Lonesome Jim and it was directed by Steve, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Uh, Steve Buscemi of Hello Fellow Kids. Yeah, Steve Buscemi of that gif. Of that, that how that... you know him? <laughs> I mean, that's what I—he's most famous for in my mind now—is from that one gift that they took from Boardwalk Empire, the episode where he was trying to infiltrate the high school with a cool skateboard. Uh, that was Thirty Rock. I don't think so. I've watched every episode of Thirty Rock. Well, and Boardwalk Empire. But where's I... my medals? Did you watch them at the same time? Because that might be why you got confused. No, but that's a good idea. I'm going to write that down on this sheet of paper. Oops, I crumpled the paper up. Yeah, but Steve Buscemi from uh, Desperado fame. He was in that movie. It's pretty good. I wanted to watch more of the movies he directed. He directed more movies? What? Yeah. Uh, I really liked a movie uh, when I was a kid, and I've seen it a bunch of times since then. The I think it's the only movie he ever wrote and directed, Trees Lounge, and starred in that one, too. Oh, huh, interesting. He directed something called Animal Factory, and something called Baseball Wives, Interview. Directed something. With a vampire? Uh, no, just Interview. He directed Vampire Weekend Unstaged. Directed that. That was the thing. That did, 
did he interview Vampire Weekend? Uh, it seems like it. it. Probably, I'm guessing. Good enough! He directed Interview with a Vampire. Weekend. As far as I'm concerned. Interview with a Vampire Weekend. Good enough. Close enough, yeah. Let's see, what should I pick? What's on Netflix? With uh, we're not Shannon. there yet, Matt. I know, I'm just going to be looking at my phone the whole time and be really distracted trying to pick what I'm, what I'm going to choose. Well, I mean, we can always just pause it later in the recording and you can just look then. Then I don't, I don't get to be as distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one with a homeless Richard Gere. That sounds cool. You mean regular Richard Gere? I what? Assume, I just <laughs> assume Richard Gere's homeless for some reason. I don't know why. No, that's another rumor. That's got to be the worst rumor that anybody has ever spread about Richard Gere. Why? Why is it the worst one? I'm just saying, out of all the rumors I heard about Richard Gere, that one is the most uh, defamatory. What rumors have you heard about Richard Gere? Let's see. There's that classic one that he doesn't have a car, which, you know, that's not as embarrassing as not having a home. Um, I heard before that he doesn't have a toothbrush. That one might be true, but I don't know. What about the one that he like eats babies and wears their skin? Hear that I never one? Heard that? Is that a real one? Uh, maybe I don't know. It's a rumor. I heard someone say it like just now. Cool. <laughs> so, what'd you think of this movie, Logan? I liked it. I thought it was a fun little fu- movie. Uh, like Were I... you almost gonna curse? <laughs> fun little f- movie. Fun little. F- yeah, rein it in, Logan. I'm reining it in. Rain Get your it potty in. mouth under control. I already told you what I thought. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just a fun little slice of life movie. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Do you want to talk? Do you want to go more in depth now? Yeah, let's, spoilers? let's get real deep in it and talk all about the movie. Yeah. All right. So the way the movie starts off, I really like it, like with all the cartoons. Or, oh, I love that. Yeah, the drawing, then it fades into like an actual scene. That was uh, probably my favorite scene, so don't ask me what my favorite scene is later. Okay, we'll have to anyway. You can just tell me it's a scene. I wasn't really expecting like them to go over the actual breakup, like how they broke up in the first place. Because it said, like, the description described, like, a newly single parent. Usually, like, stuff like that, it, it doesn't go over them actually breaking up. It's usually just like, oh, this is the status quo now. Also, um, the the cartoons at the beginning during the credits, they seem to portray a couple drifting apart, so... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, like, they set it up, so... I don't know, they kind of get you a little bit attached to the character and give some background before they actually get start the movie, so that's kind of cool. Speaking of things at the beginning of the movie that I didn't ex- wasn't expecting, I did not expect to see Stephanie Allen's breasts. Uh, yeah, I was... Yeah, I was not expecting that either. It was pretty funny. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a funny scene. <laughs> wonder what her wife thought about that. Oh, she's a lesbian? I had no idea. What? Said, what does it matter? I don't know. Are you I... trying to put labels on people? Uh, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't even said anything. I was like, oh, well. I oh, she's one of those, you said, I think? No, that's not what I said at all. I think that's what you said. Well, we'll have to listen back after I edit this podcast. After you edit it to make me say the thing that you want me to say? She's uh, she's married to Tig Notaro. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, good for Which her. 
Tignataro famously does not have any breasts anymore. Yeah, from uh, breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah, she they had, she had a really good comedy set talking about that kind of stuff. Like, like after she was diagnosed, I think after she had her mastectomy, I think. Or... Yeah, I, I seen it. And now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I'm trying to think if there are other lady couples who I've seen both of them topless. Well, say like you saw Tignataro topless. That's new. I didn't... Yeah, she... Uh... Yeah, she did like a bunch of performances and she did a uh, TV, I think the HBO TV special that uh, she was doing stand up that she just is like acting like she's going to take her top off and like teasing. But then she just takes her shirt off and then she like leaves it off for the rest of the thing and just keeps telling jokes. It's pretty great. Okay, interesting. That'd be weird. Oh, yeah. You think it'd be weird, Logan? Yeah, it would be. Huh. That was, I mean, that was the whole joke with this one, where the fact that, like, she takes off her top, she's like, now, is that better? Because the guy had no shirt on. And he's like, can he put his shirt on? And then she takes off her shirt to give it to him, and then she's yeah. topless, and then she's like, is that better? He's like, no, no, it's not. It's worse. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask about that. What do you think they were doing? Uh, because he was shirtless, she had on his shirt, and they both had on their pants. When he walked in on them. I don't know. I think they were getting started. I feel like she was maybe going to do some mouth stuff or something. And then he was like, they were like, oh, I threw my shirt in the trash to do mouth stuff. Give me your shirt. Or he was like, here, cover up with my shirt. I thought they were just like, they were just getting started and he interrupted them. Yeah. So what what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, yeah, I said mouth stuff, which is synonymous for just getting started. Okay, but like, yeah, like the two kids were downstairs at a birthday party. She's getting like down and dirty. Like, holy shit, man! They closed the door. It's the fucking like it's a kid's birthday party, like her twins' birthday party, man. It's fucked up. It's what fucked do you up want shit. her to? You want her to take her shirt off? Is that better? No, I forget what my point was. I don't think you had one. Probably not. Probably had one when you were uh, watching this scene, though. Oh, <laughs> no, I was too shocked, actually. I was like, oh, my goodness. You're like, oh, my goodness, boobies. You brought them up. Yeah, but you said that you don't like them or something. Oh, they were I don't pretty know. great. They're... You said something bad, but I don't remember what it was. I didn't say anything bad. All right. Ever? Uh, Not on this podcast, like this episode, at least. Oh, okay. Not yet. So we're... So are you perving out when those ladies were breastfeeding? Is that just sexual to you? Since you love I... breasts so much? No. There wasn't enough shown to really, to really be interested in that. It's just breastfeeding is a natural thing. Well, it probably wasn't natural. They probably weren't really feeding. It was probably just like women shoving their boobs in children's faces. That's even weirder. Yeah, it is. Now that I think about it, it's like child pornography. Oh, you made me think of that episode of Game of Thrones. Where they got, when someone got busted for child pornography and, like, the guards took him away? <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when, uh, Tywin, they came in and found him with all the stuff. He's like, oh, I gotta delete my hard drives! And so he grabbed, like, the, the, uh, the charcoal and started scribbling all over the drawn pictures. Yeah. I don't remember. It would have been smarter to just set him on fire. Don't they just set everything on fire? He was standing right next to the fireplace so he could see how to jack it. 
Oh, uh, he was. No, I'm not going to go there. What are we doing? This is not the Game of Thrones minute. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's doing? talk about this other movie that we were talking about. Yeah, where were we? We were talking about boobs. Uh, and then and we got you started getting really lascivious and kind of disturbing with your comments. Yeah, I do that sometimes. I, I went to a dark place. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? This isn't the Logan's a Disgusting Pervert challenge. I that's, think that's uh... always the challenge. <laughs> well, with me it is to make you seem like a disgusting pervert. And I'm winning, I think. Write in and tell us who's winning the challenge. We all are, Matt. We're all winning the challenge. H-L-T-A-T-M-O-W at gmail.com. Okay. And you could win. Okay, so, yeah. That was a pretty interesting scene that I was not not expecting. <laughs> yep. I mean, there's, like, no nudity through the rest of the film, either. Which is kind of funny to me. I mean, it was pretty out there. Like, But that was the joke. That was, like, it was so out of place and weird and awkward. And it's, like, right slap at the beginning. It's uh, during a children's birthday party scene. Yeah. No, well, not during that birthday party scene. During a birthday party, but, like, they were in a separate room. It yeah, but like... it was, it was, that was the same scene, though. He was, like, looking for her at the children's birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, he goes upstairs. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff with this film, I think. I mean, he did a good job of, like, playing a dad who doesn't really know what the fuck he's doing and trying to do the best he can for his kids. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he actually, um, the vibe between him and the kids were good, was good. I thought it seemed pretty natural. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, he did a really good job. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. He is, he is. I still need to see what... What we do in the shadows, I gotta watch that soon. I don't remember what that is. Uh, it's a vampire mockumentary. <clears throat> vampire Weekend mockumentary? Uh, van- just a v- about vampires. And I guess there's, they're probably on during the weekend, there's probably some things going on, but it's about vampires and it's a mockumentary. Uh-huh. I think like, uh, it's st- like Spinal Tap, but instead of following a rock band, they follow like a bunch of vampires. And it's in New Zealand. Y- you might call that a. Documentary. Uh, no, that's a it's a mockumentary because it's not really a documentary. But like, vampirism could be cured by doctors, maybe. No, no, it could only be it can only be cured by uh vampire slayers, and the only cure is death. Um, let's see, famous vampire slayers. No, no, a Van Helsing documentary? Uh, is that what you were gonna no, say? It doesn't work. I'm trying too a hard. A documentary? Since, since Jamie's uh, not here, I'm uh, trying to. No, Logan. because uh, it's Dracula, is a vampire. No. No. We're we're past that, Logan. All right, just because uh Jamie's not here, say it one more time, and then let's get 25 seconds of silence. Dracumentary. Did you say Draxumentary? Are you thinking about Guardians of the uh, Galaxy? No, it's just a Draxumentary like Dracula. Oh! <laughs> I get it now. I thought you were just saying nonsense words. I say those nonsense words a lot. I mean, it was nonsense, really. But mm-hmm. Man, I had a really mm-hmm. good point to say about this movie, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, I remember. 
now that we're completely off track. I don't think we actually said if we would recommend the movie or not. So let's say oh. it now, and I'll put it back before we start talking. Oh, yeah. I would recommend checking this movie out if you want to watch something that isn't horror-related. So, Logan, you would recommend it as long as you're okay with things not being horrifying. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually not okay with things not being completely fucked up and bloody and violent. But this is something to watch when I don't want to do those things. Okay. It's probably like the first uh, movie I've watched in a while that didn't involve like people getting dismembered or something. That's disturbing. Yeah, um, I know. I, you think... It's really weird that I haven't watched that. I mean, like it's kind of worrisome, right? I haven't watched yep. something like that recently. Um, let's just gloss over this. I don't want to talk about your problems. Um, do you think there's anyone else on the podcast who you could ask if they would want to recommend it or not? Are we missing anybody? Uh, hey, Matt, would you recommend it? Um, yeah, I guess. It's not an emphatic recommend, but I feel like it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch, so if you have a now watch... Now let's get into this movie and talk the... about all the things. All the things. I mean... I can't really think of anything I really want to say about this film. I mean, it's just a little slice-of-life film. I mean, about his adventures and raising some kids, about how they need structure and, like, relationships and how they're, like, they they have to move on and sometimes relationships suck and sometimes they're great and happiness is not a sustainable-looking condition. That's true. I had uh, I had two things that I wanted to say about the movie and I already said them. Oh, what were they? Uh, one was, I think I liked the art more than I liked the movie, which, uh, by the way, the name of the uh, the artist who did that art is um, Gray Williams. Gray Williams? Has he done anything, like any uh, actual graphic novels or anything? Um, I don't know if he actually has anything, like, out. He's working on stuff. He has a Tumblr. You can check out all the stuff. He's doing a Gray Makes Comics, and that's also his um his uh, Twitter handle is at Gray Makes Comics. He has like seventy five followers, so go follow that guy. Okay, I might do that. I don't know if I'll visit Tumblr though. It's Tumblr kind of scares me sometimes. Is that you think you'll be sucked into a hole of looking at weird Tumblr pages? Uh, not yeah, probably. I mean, it's probably <laughs> like that's what happens, right? Like a monster pops out, dresses like a fox that wants to have sex with you. And then it tumbles you? Yeah. And that's not something that I want to happen to me. Doesn't sound pleasant. People are different. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say was (laughs) I didn't expect to see Stephanie Allen's breasts. I don't think I expected that either. It was a a nice surprise. I like their portrayal of how stupid improv comedy is. Yes. That was <laughs> enjoyable. Which I like improv comedy, but it's always good when people portray improv comedy because it always looks like the dumbest thing ever. It's pretty dumb, but I loved uh, Whose Lines It Anyway when I was a kid. Oh, you like short form improv. Yeah, You're I one loved of those it. guys. I loved it. Hmm. All right. Well, you've declared which side you're on when the final reckoning comes. The the happening com- happens. Have you seen that? The happening? Yeah, it's a great comedy. <laughs> no, the sequel. There's a rom-com sequel called When the Happening Happens. 
that sounds like something you should make because I don't think that exists really. Does sound good. I'm gonna do that. Can you trademark the happening? Like, <laughs> isn't that big enough that you can't? <laughs> like, anybody can use the term happening. I don't know. I don't know, man. You should ask M Night Shyamalan. All right. Maybe instead of making you go crazy, it makes you get sleepy. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. But do you have anything you want to say about the film? Or you said those things that you wanted to say? Let's see. I had two things I wanted to say about the film. About boobies and artwork, right? Yes. And then I threw in that improv thing. And was there anything else? So did you like the boobies or the artwork more? The artwork. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the artwork, though. No offense to Stephanie Allen's boobies. Yeah, artwork's pretty good. Also, I felt weird about kind of not liking Stephanie Allen. Of, like, her character? Because her character was kind of shitty sometimes? Yeah, although they did make an effort for you to sort of... Well, sort of an effort for you to sort of understand her or sympathize with her more. Yeah. Like, they they wanted to make sure she was not irredeemable since uh, the main dude has to, like you know, end on a good note with her since they share custody of their children. Yeah. I mean, her character, like, she seems realistic. I just didn't, wouldn't like her as a person, really, most most likely. Right. Well, do you want to talk about the dude that she was cheating with, who she then marries, who <laughs> likes doing stuff with married ladies, but then he's, like, very non-confrontational about it and apologetic? Yeah, that's really weird. Like, I'm just trying to help, man. It's probably really hard for him. And he's like trying to uh, hug Jermaine Clement when he's like, I'm going to fight you now. I don't think he was trying to hug him. I think he was just kind of like grabbing him. He was trying to stop him from beating the shit out of him. Yeah, you can hug somebody to stop them from beating the shit out of you. You can hug somebody to kill them and crush crush their their various organs. Is that like your special move, the death hug? I couldn't think of one example of an organ. Like the instrument? Maybe I should call the movie Death Hug, the rom-com where the weird stuff happens. I mean, it could be like a kung fu movie. Yeah. About our short, all about hugging. Yeah, and then the whole uh, thing is, like, if you learn the Death Hug, you're, like, the most unbeatable martial artists, but you never know if you're going to accidentally kill those that you love. Yeah. From trying to regular hug them and your training kicks in. Like flashbacks. Oh no, it's the death hug. Yeah. So people like don't want to get close to you because you don't want to hug them and they think that you don't like them. So, and you're like, no, it's not why. It's like, I love you. I just don't want to kill you. Death hug. The hug that kills. Ah, <laughs> oh, you already thought of a perfect tagline too. It's pretty great, I think. I'm telling you, we should change the name of this podcast to Hey, Let's Give You Ideas for Movies, and then you send us money or something. Yeah, I mean, if someone uses Death Hug, TM, uh, give me money, please. Yeah, I'll be happy with one point of the gross or $200,000, whichever is higher. Wait, I came up with Death Hug. For each idea used. No, but I'm the one that spun the story. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, if they use your story, then, then yeah. 
Look, we'll split, my, we'll split my one point, because you also came up with that tagline. Yeah, I came up with the tagline. I think I came up with the idea of Death Hug 2. Death Hug 2, the sequel? Uh, the sequel. Uh, you didn't trademark it yet, though. TM. Death Hug 2, the sequel, TM. The sequel, TM. All right, you can have the sequel. I'll do the competing sequel. Because they, they, they kind of squeak when you hug them to death. Oh, let me think of a, a tagline for the second one. Uh, death Hug 2, the hug that kills again. The hug that kills back? The hug that kills back. Oh, and then in that yeah, one, it's, it's like, like up against another death hugger? Exactly, yeah. They both know how to death hug. And like so they he's out like death hugging people. He's like giving out free hugs, and he's like killing people like a serial killer. So the, other, the original death hugger has to track him down. And but then like he has to catch him off guard because if he doesn't, then he can like negate his death hug with his own death hug. So then like he they just keep hugging and people think that they like really like each other and are good friends because they just keep hugging and then they hug for a long time and then like walk off and then he'll try it again later. Yeah. And like they need someone who like just tells them to hug it out. And like they so they, like when they say hug it out, they don't mean like just be friends. They mean like battle to the oh, death. That's the tagline. Hug it out, TM. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got that. Hug it out. Hug it out. Um. Also, hug it out, PM, which is a nighttime cough syrup slash erection inducer. Uh, trademark for the spinoff uh, medication. Fuck. And why would it be an erection reducer? I thought I said inducer. Oh, okay. I thought you said reducer. I was like, that. yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Do they make erection reducers? I I would hope. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's probably a market for it somewhere. Probably for like 12-year-old boys. I feel like if they did, though, Congress would be all over it and ban it. Because they're afraid people are going to dose them. Because that's all Congress cares about. Is wiener? Can, can we talk about Congress? Sexual Congress with Satan. You. I'm just yes. asking. Okay. Yeah, that was more interesting than what I was going to talk about. So, uh, when was the first time, Logan, that you had a foray with the devil uh, uh, conjugally in the in the forest? Was it? On I the, haven't. Was it on the equinox? I wish. I mean, it's, I'm not really seeing any action. I mean, if Satan would probably have sex with me, I'd probably do it. But I'm so lonely. What was that knocking sound, Logan? Uh, Sounds like it was coming from inside your apartment. Sounds like you were just saying talk, talk, talk in the microphone. Oh. That I heard I read somewhere that that's what the devil's horniest knock sounds like. Sounds like you saying donk 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 into a microphone. Yeah. I thought it was weird, but I don't know. Do you think that that could be what's happening now? Oh, I'm kind of putting these pieces together. Hmm. Quit trying to turn this into a porno. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I would have been successful if it weren't for you and your damn sense of decency. Yeah, sure. We'll say I have that. All right. So... Uh, as we were just saying, this movie continues on. Uh, Jermaine Clement has like sort of a relationship with Regina Hall. 
who plays uh, Jessica Williams's mother. Which do you want to guess the age difference there? I I'm guessing that like are you talking the movie or in real life? In real life, I'm guessing she's younger than Jermaine Clement. No, I was saying the age difference between her and Jessica Williams. Oh, uh, ten years. So so you think it's feasible she's her mother or not feasible? This is a game uh, that we're playing and uh, you're competing with no one, so it's not as fun. Like in real life or in like... Yeah, based on their real life ages. Feasible, not feasible that she's uh, a mom. Not feasible. And it's feasible, Logan. She's ni- 19 years older than Jessica Williams. Oh, okay. Jessica Williams is really young. I did not know how young she was. I... She's like 26. Oh, I just assumed that uh, Regina Hall was really young. I do too, cause she looks gorgeous. Yeah, she looks great, man. But yeah, she's uh, 40, uh, 46, 45. and she looks the same as always. I didn't think you're supposed to be in movies if you're forty-five. I thought that was a rule, or at least lie about it. I feel like uh, if you look okay for your age, you're supposed to lie about it. But if you look great for your age, like you're supposed to say the real age, just to show off. Like Selma Hayek? I saw like uh, pictures of those Till Dawn actors then and now. And like Selma like, Hayek looks like she ha- hasn't aged at all. Yeah, like, you think she might have actually got got them powers? Yeah, she might actually be a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um... Do we want to keep on talking about this movie? <laughs> or like yeah. not talking about this movie, just talk about random shit? No, we need to stay focused on the movie. We've been doing pretty good so far. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you you mentioned from Dust Till Dawn. Have you watched that second season? Yeah. I saw that went on Netflix. I was gonna talk to, about this later in the part where we talk about what we things we watched. Okay, let's put a pin in that. A pin, in it, like a voodoo doll, right? Or like how you would prick somebody's neck with a pin if your vampire teeth got knocked out, maybe. Yeah, sure. I would think you would just use a knife, and then, like, that would be easier. All right. So, Will Henry is a newly single graphic novelist, balancing parenting his young twin daughters and a classroom full of students while exploring and navigating the rich complexities of new love and letting go of the woman who left him. He doesn't really try to let go of the woman who left him until, like, the end. Was he making porno books? It says he's a, he does, uh, he's a graphic novelist. Uh, no, he wasn't. No. Graphic novels is just a fancy way of saying comic book artist. Oh. Yeah. So anyways, what happens in the movie is that um, one of his students is Jessica Williams, and she's like, oh, you want to come eat at my house? Because you find out later that like she doesn't like the dudes that her mom shacks up with, and she's maybe like trying to hook them up. And so she's all like, seems like she's not interested. But then um, uh, Jermaine Clement has to take his twin daughters to school, but the school is closed because there's a bomb threat, and they're like, school's canceled. Get out of here. And so then he's panicking and he like takes him because he's got to go teach class. And he goes to Jessica Williams' apartment and asks her if she can watch them. And then when he gets back, her mom, Regina Hall, is all like mad. Like, why did you like, oh, you you made the uh, why did you make her stay here while you went and uh, taught the class? And he's like, oh, all my other students are stupid. 
She's like, oh, so you make the smart student stay stay here and watch your kids while you teach the dumb students? And that leads to them sort of doing a thing. And uh, then Stephanie Allen gets married to the the other dude. And Yeah. Oh, wait, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they show um, Jessica Williams's art that she drew for class, and is uh, motherfuckers. Yeah, about all her mom's shitty boyfriends. Yep, it's just drawing her mom with a bunch of different douches, and then her and her mom when they're alone. And Jermaine Clement shows her the shit he's been drawing, which I really liked. And, you know, it's of him, you know, trying to sort of come to terms with what's happening with his wife that left him. And yeah. and she tells him uh, that she comes back and she's like, yeah, this stuff's good, but you need an ending. Like, what's this guy going to do now? And he's like, I don't know. And so then they go. To, there's the wedding scene and he walks off during the ceremony. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah, he, he does have that conversation with. Also, he punches that guy again. And the guy's like, yeah. okay, I understand. Well, he never punched him before. I think that was part of the whole coming to terms, like the closure thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he kind of just wrestled with him. He just said, I'm going to fight you now. Yeah, and then he just hugged him out. Just hugged it out. Yeah, so he punched him. And then, um, yeah, that conversation with Stephanie Allen, the, the, they were sort of ending on okay terms. And she was like, She's like, are we still going to be friends now? And he was like, we're more than friends. And she's like, what are we? And he's like, we're parents. Yeah, I don't think, like, if I was in that position, I couldn't be that person's friend. Like, I would not. I mean, that's just asking for, to have your heart broken almost routinely. Well, you know, honestly, he didn't say that they were friends. <laughs> he said that they're more than friends. Yeah. I'm just saying, like that that whole thing. It's just it's just asking for your heart to be broken routinely. Yeah. Also, he thought that they were getting back together because they like kissed. Yep. That one point. He did. <laughs> and then he told uh, Regina Hall, and she was like, you know, she's like, oh well, thanks for telling me, but you know, you shouldn't have got involved with me if you so felt things for her. Yeah. And and then he goes and tells her that he told her. And he's like, did did you tell the guy? And she's like, no. Yep. She's the one who initiated it, too. Yep. Like I said, I really like Stephanie Allen, so I felt weird not liking her. Um, but yeah, he, at the end, uh, he, he just walks off in the middle of the ceremony. There's just that nice little end scene. Him taking off. Yep. It's a good film. Good movie. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, I mean, but it was—it's something to watch. I mean, it's a nice little film. It's not really offensive. It's—it's it's funny. I really like the art, though. I can't tell if the art made me like the movie more or less. I'm guessing more because we're both comic book nerds, so we probably got really into the whole talking about graphic novels and the whole like the discussion of like how the frames work and why people kind of like portraying ideas through the medium of comics during his classes. Oh. Well, see, you'd think that, but I can't help but wonder, since I keep bringing it up, that I like that more than the rest of the movie. Maybe it made me like the rest of the movie less, because I like that part more. I don't know. I think it just made you like the movie more. I mean, that's I feel that's the way with me. It just kind of made me like the movie more overall, made it more relatable to me. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite scene, Logan? Oh, that's tough. Damn. 
I actually didn't think about this. Probably when he's walking away at the end, like cut the, that resolution where he's just kind of like trying to start clean and just trying to take control of his life like that. Yeah. Hey, remember that one scene that was in a comic book shop? Uh, yes. When that scene happened and you can see like hundreds of different comic books in the background, I was just like, did they have to clear all of those fucking books? Like to, to, to have them appear on camera? I'm so curious about that. That's a good question. Yeah. Write in. HLTATMOW at Gmail. This is a pretty good movie. I liked it. Well, that's good. You should uh, say that you recommend it. Did you say you recommended it? I said it is it is worth a watch. Okay. Yeah, I recommend it. Yep. Okay. So, hey, Matt, what have you been watching recently? I don't remember. Okay. Why don't you take a good hard look at yourself, Logan, and ask yourself questions like that? Hey, Logan, what have you been watching recently? Uh, I've been watching uh, Dust Till Dawn Season 2. Thanks for asking, Logan. You're a great guy. Much nicer than Matt. Oh, I meant to ask you about that, if who you thought was nicer. Well, now you know that I'm nicer than I am. <laughs> but I've been watching Dust Till Dawn. Been watching Dust Till Dawn season two. I really like it. I mean, I like the series though, Dust Till Dawn. It's kind of cheesy, but I get into it. I get into the whole like cult thing and the vampires and all that crap. It's fun, funny, dark. I like it. Like cool, man. Hey, did I ever talk about uh, the spoils of Babylon? Uh, no, I don't think you have. I watched that a long time ago. Um, when it first came on and I liked it, but the second one has just come on Netflix, the spoils before dying. And I like that more than the first one. I like it a lot. Very good. I recommend it. It's a super weird show. (laughs) It's ostensibly made by this weird old dude that is played by Will Ferrell who, like, wrote a bunch of books and, like, made movies and shit. And it's, like, split up into six parts as episodes with an intro and outro to each one with uh, by Will Ferrell in a fat suit playing (laughs) Eric John Rush. And uh, this one, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams uh, is the star of. And it's got a bunch of cool people in it. Uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. And, um... Uh... Haley Joel Osment is <laughs> funny. Uh, Tim Meadows and uh, there's a bunch of cool people. Oh in yeah, it. it sounds like it's let's really start some cast. It's super fucking weird and it's great. You should watch it. It's so good. I probably will. I mean, I tried, think I tried starting the first one and then got distracted and did something else. If you're not sold by that, just. Don't you want to watch something with Michael Kenneth Williams, uh, the star of like a comedy, the dude that played uh, Omar from The Wire and Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire? I actually haven't watched The Wire or Boardwalk Empire. I need to watch The Wire because I hear that's amazing. You haven't watched Boardwalk Vampire Weekend? Nope, not yet. Okay. Anyways, it's awesome. I like it a lot. That's cool. And to Jamie, if you're listening... Uh, there's plenty of jazz, because they're all jazz people. 
Jamie loves jazz. She can't get enough jazz. I thought that was the opposite of true. No. I think I heard her say that she liked jazz one time. She was like, I just love all this jazz. Yeah, she was like, while she's in jazz. She's like, I can't get enough jazz. She was in another room, so I don't know why she said it, but she like shouted it. Seemed really excited. About all that jazz? Yeah. She was Uh, like, more jazz. So send your favorite jazz for Jamie. We'll start a segment called Jazz for Jamie. (laughs) We'll play some jazz for Jamie every week. Yes, mail Jamie your jazz. Yeah, exactly. Jazz for Jamie. What else have I watched? Why are you asking me? I don't know. Oh, I watched The Revenant. Oh, how was that? That looked uh, like a cool movie. Um, I didn't love it. I liked it, but um, I think it's making me like it less, like how much buzz it's getting. How crazy it seems like so many people are going over it is making me like it less. Okay. I don't know. Well, I had a lot of I had a lot of problems with it. We we don't have to go into it now. We'll do it on the Revenant episode. Okay. Are you gonna pick the Revenant? Because I'll have to go see it. Yeah, I don't want to pay to see it again. So maybe I'll do it in a year. <laughs> All right. When it's on demand somewhere. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, did you hear about uh? There's a a movie that looks really cool at Sundance right now about like a farting corpse. Is it called? Well, let me think of something clever. The Farting Corpse? No, it's called uh, Swiss Army Man. Uh, it's starring Daniel Radcliffe as a farting corpse. And, oh, and... I actually did hear something about that, except for the premise. I didn't hear about the premise. The pro- Oh, do you want me to tell you the premise? Because you might want to go see it. You probably should go see it. I won't tell you the premise. Yeah, I'll go to Sundance and see it. I mean, you'll probably end up seeing it like, in probably a few months, I assume. This is the what? premise that the corpse is farting? Uh, I'll, fine, I'll tell you the premise. The premise is that he uses the body in different ways to survive, like different things from the body. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's pretty neat. What's it called, Lawnmower Man? Swiss Army Man, like a Swiss Army knife, except that he's using a person instead of a knife for different things. Okay. Yeah. Why why is it a farting corpse movie? Where'd that come from? Uh, the farting corpse is because it's a corpse. Like, that is washed up on the shore. And the gases, like, in the stomach, like, it just makes noises. It kind of farts. Like, gas releases from it. Like, the rotting corpse. So it, it makes okay. it sound like it's farting. Sounds good. Yep. Sounds like a neat film. I'm going to go see it when I can. Something truly unique. Well, we've been recording for about an hour, Matt. Do you want me to wrap this up? Or do you want to just bullshit for a few more? time uh did you have anything else that you watched that you want to talk about uh i think i've i've watched a couple anime things i'm not even really sure what i watched oh i watched uh this show called i don't know i can't even pronounce like some german show cool story yeah it's about like robots and like germans it's like an alternate timeline where like uh instead of east and west germany like after world war ii it seems like uh or maybe it was before i don't know but I think it was after World War Two. But then, like aliens come down and they start fighting aliens, and like they're still in East and West Berlin or East and West Germany, and so like uh, East Germany is kind of fighting these aliens, and they're they're Stasi. There's like the secret police, and people are ratting each other out as enemies of the state, and there's still like the wall between the two Germanies. 
I know it's kind of like it's really early on in the show. It's only like three episodes in, but it seems really weird. It's pretty brutal because they're fighting these aliens that like tear people apart and they're really fucking weird looking. But it's I bet, fun. I bet my friend Logan would like that. Yeah, your friend Logan would probably love that shit. You think? I think. I know. Let me call him. Hold on. Oh, and it's ringing. I'm not going to get up and pick that up. Whoa, I just heard his voice through the phone, but he was saying he's not going to pick it up. Nope. Is that his, is that his outgoing message? Yep. That's a really cool outgoing message to make it sound like your phone's still ringing, but you say you're not going to pick it up. It would require me going, getting up, taking my headphones off, and going to a different room. And that's just too much work for me right now. I also was watching... Hold on, I'm going to leave Logan a message. Hey, Logan, you got to watch this movie. It's called... The Pirate's Dilemma or something. I don't remember. Uh, Check it out. Bye. The show is called Schwarz's Markin, I think. Okay, hold on. Let me call him back. Oh, my God. Please don't. <laughs> All right, I'll do it later. <laughs> But I also watched this uh, show called Erased, which is about this guy who travels back in time, like short amounts of time usually, to undo disasters. So it's kind of like Quantum Leap, except it's only in his life, and he travels back in time, like usually like five, ten minutes. But then like something happens, and like his something really bad happens in his life, and he tr like he triggers like this thing. Oh, he has no control over it either. Like it's just a phenomenon that happens to him where he goes back in time. But something really bad happens to him, and he gets sent all the way back to his, like, middle school, like, or elementary school or something. So he gets, like, put all the way back, years back, like, he's, like, 26 when this starts taking place, and then he gets put back when he's, like, a little elementary school kid. And so he's trying to, like, stop some, like, disappearances that happened when he was a kid and, like, help this girl that he blamed himself for showing up dead early on. So he's trying to change his past. It's That's a show? Yeah, it's a, a, a show I watched on Crunchyroll. It's called Erased. I think it's That's interesting. Yeah, it's actually pretty good so far. You should check it out. I would have called it Quantum Step, since it's like that, but short increments of time. Does he have an owl and or a Ziggy to help him out? No, it's he just gets sent back in time. It's funny, because like, he doesn't remember half the shit, because it was like 20 years ago or so for him. <laughs> So, like, he like he had to remember his old friend's names, but it was just, like, so he's kind of an adult trapped in a kid's body, and he's trying to, like, stop this shit from happening. That sounds interesting. That's pretty good. It's a pretty cool show. Did you ever watch, uh... You were, like, asking about anime a while ago. Did you ever watch The Perfect Insider? No. That's uh, pretty good. It's about, like, a death... It's not perfect, though? It's about a death that happens in a isolated room. Like, there's this doctor that, like, she locked herself in a room for, like, 15 years or so. Intentionally? Well, she, like, murdered... Or it was an accident. She murdered her parents, and she was kind of, uh, put there... Kind of flustered, so she, like, dropped the key, and then... Well, no, like, it was, it's kind of like... down a vent or something? It was both, like, she does a lot of research. She was, like, a child prodigy and a genius. So mm -hmm. she kind of did a... She worked for a company, and she was pretty much, like... 
she was kind of a prisoner there, like kind of like serving her like sentence, but like locked in her room. Like, I don't think she was allowed to leave or something. I'd have called that movie Baby Geniuses. Yeah, that's why you don't name movies. I've named a lot of movies on this call. Uh, no, that fails me. All right, well, uh, let's have a movie name off. If you had to title the movie People, Places, Things, what would you call it? Uh, People, Places, Things. No, you can't use that. That's plagiarism. You lose automatically. Well, I can't do that. If you hadn't lost automatically, what would you have named it? You go first. That's kind of makes sense. No, I guess, you go first. You, because you, you, he was telling Steph- Stephanie Allen to get married first, and then he was going to try to get married again later on. All right, you go first. That's not bad. Um, I'd have called it a graphic life. That's what I called it. So why not? Um, that sounds good. Sounds like something you could use. Uh, Sad Dad, the book. Sad Dad, the book, the movie. Actually, Jail called it Sad Dad is Sad. Sad Dad is Sad. Well, he's not really sad. Like, he's just not happy all the time because happy is not a sustainable condition. I'd call it This is Not a Life. Or Happiness is Not a Sustainable Condition. That'd be a good name for a film. No, This is Not a Life. Do you get it? Uh, Because it's not a pipe and it's like, it's kind of a play off that. Yeah, he shows that that drawing in class that says the French words of this is not a pipe. And I would say the French words, but I don't want to go too over the head of our audience. So you don't want to be a snooty French translate it. Well, you never know who's going to be listening. I don't want them to not understand what I'm saying. And then they discuss that, that like, oh, but it is a pipe. And he's like, no, but it's not. It's a drawing of a pipe. Like, you're a pipe. In class, he goes, no, this is a pipe. And then he pulls out a pipe and starts beating that kid for talking back in class. Yeah. And I called it Bad Teacher. Bad Pipes. But yeah, this is not a life. That might be a good name. Nobody would get it, though, unless they saw the movie. I don't know. Happiness is not a sustainable condition would be a really cool movie name. I don't know. Maybe. It seems too... Too dark? It's... It's really swinging for something. I don't know that it's made it. So anyways, you came up with a really good one of you go first, but unfortunately you plagiarized that other one before, so you lost. But I also sort of named Jail's idea before, so we both lost. Did you win at home, listener? Pause the, the show and find out. Logan, what are we going to do? How can we make these people find out by pausing it? I just said that, and I don't have any idea what it means. I mean, I don't think anyone really knows what you mean half the time. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just act like we did it then, right? And they'll just think that they didn't understand? Yeah. You win! No, don't don't tell them they won. We have to send them something. You have to send them something. Like, oh. It was your idea for a contest. You, you're the one that said, oh, okay, but you're the one that said they won, so. So, yeah, I'm a judge. And, like, me sending out, like, the thing, I don't know, that's a conflict of interest. All right, if I appeal, do I have to appeal the case back to you, the same yep, judge? You have that to uh, banana peel me. Get me a banana. <laughs> I don't understand you, Logan. Exactly, you don't understand me, Matt. You just don't understand. 
Oh, I'm mad at you. We're fighting now. Good job, Logan. I think we've distracted them enough that they forgot about the whole contest thing. Yeah, they're not going to try to death hug us. Yeah, that's true. Well, did we finish talking about everything we wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think we did, I think. That sounds good. I think we did a good thing tonight, Logan. Hey, we still have one thing to do. Um, what? Hey, Matt, pick that movie or whatever. Oh, I'm so shocked. Uh, Teen Witch. You gotta watch Teen Witch. Now. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, watch Teen is Witch. Is that a movie or is that a show? It's a movie. So watch Teen Witch. You're an asshole. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me make sure it's on Netflix. Hold on. This thing said it was... Oh, wait, it's not on Netflix until February. What's today? Oh, January 27th. All right, we got time. <laughs> Yay, you gotta watch TV. Uh, when is it gonna be on? I don't see it on here. February 1st, which is Monday. Dude, I can't fucking watch it on Monday. Can you watch it on Tuesday? No. I can watch it on the weekend, <laughs> or I can watch it on Wednesday of next week. This is fucking stupid. Like, I can't even watch this shit. I'll have to buy it or something. It's like the 1989 version, right? Or You can't watch it during the week? No, because, like, I can't watch it on Monday or Tuesday. Those are, like, the two days that, like, I'm actually doing shit. Can you watch it on Wednesday? Yeah, I can do it on Wednesday just fine. Right, watch it on Wednesday. We'll record sometime after that. Also, like, what... Is it, like, the 1989 film? Yeah. Okay. Kevin will love this. He loves when people argue at the end over the movie instead of just picking one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you picked it, so I I just think you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you rather watch uh, Richard Gere without a house? Uh, You picked this movie. We're watching it. Cause that is the thing you said. Jenna okay. Malone's in that movie. I haven't seen her in nothing. And you're either. watching this, too. Also, Steve Buscemi plays art. Alright, so uh, next week, Teen Witch. Oh god, this is going to be so stupid. That's something that rhymes with witch. Oh, because I didn't realize that being just me and you on the show meant that I would have to pick a movie. I could have picked a movie. Alright. But, but yeah, it's, it's done. It's happening. Watch Teen Witch and you'll you'll have the hit song Top That stuck in your head all week. Alright. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, <laughs> fucking Teen Witch. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to another episode of HLTATMOW at gmail.com. You can email the show at hey, let's talk about the thing and look at that. Uh, to summarize this episode, people, places, things was better than The Revenant. So stick that up your ass and smoke it. Send them the Nazis and all right. And let's, oh, yeah. What a good show. And like us on your fave boxes. Cool. Sounds like a good time next week when we talk about... Ooh, gotta watch Teen Witch. Forgot about that. Why did I do that? <laughs> All right. 
Good, good night. All right, now hold on and act like we just quit recording. And then... We did quit recording. All right, and we're we're out. What? What are you talking about? We've been out. I want you to yell at me like it's the end of the show. Like it, like we I, you thought we quit recording, but then you started did yelling at me. Recording. I did start yelling at you. I've been yelling at you while we were still recording. Fucking teen, which is bullshit. Why are you so mad, Logan? I have to watch this piece of shit. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Would you feel better if somebody got decapitated in it? Uh, probably a little bit. Well, what if I tell you that somebody gets decapitated in it? Will that make you angrier when you watch it and there's nobody decapitated? Yes, it will. Well, I don't know what to say now. Sorry I'm making you watch Teen Witch, Logan.